Welcome, welcome back to Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. We are so happy that you are tuning in with us. We thank you, thank you, thank you um, for your time and, you know, um, in this season with us. And we're going to do a little something different today. <laughs> what are we going to do, babe? <laughs> we're just going to flow. Um, <clears throat> we, God is just doing mighty things and so um I just want to say this we're, we're gonna just flow prophetically on this for every trial and painful situation you've been through mm-hmm. God is there and it's so much we hear in the news and and what we hear uh you know um also see on social media yeah. just the the little stuff that we come across and you know and we hear it's it's, it's fear driven it's fear based and so what 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 the enemy does is he tries to make those things bigger than what god's word the thing is about god in the, in, in the bible is the bible says heaven and earth may pass away but his word will never pass away mm-hmm. so if his word will never pass away that means that you know you know and, um, and i think in hebrews 6 it says that god uh did two infallible things he he, he made an oath and he swore so the thing is the oath keeps the word and the, you know the oath actually uh, you know, makes a promise, but then uh, the the swearing is basically he swore by himself. You know that he uh, calls whatever he said come to pass. And the Bible says in Numbers twenty five nineteen, it says God is not a man that he should lie. <clears throat> Excuse me, he's not a man that he should lie. And so you got a lot of um, how can I say doubt mm-hmm. out there to try to warp or try to overturn or try to call cause God to be a liar <clears throat> excuse me but he tried to call God to cause God to be a liar and what happens is is it caused the word to be of none effect because the Bible says that if you believe by faith that you should have this let's go back to mark 11 if you believe in if you um, if you have the faith of God the faith in God means the faith of God if you had the faith of God then you can move that mountain and one thing we got to realize is once God said it, mm-hmm. once God put it in, in, in that Bible, it is it, it surely has to come to pass. Bottom line, it has to come to pass because why? God said it. He's not a man that he should lie. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot, I believe what we do, what the society does, the society does everything it can to discredit the word of God and discredit God's existence, his His nature, and they try, they try to discredit what his promises. So when the Bible says his promises are yes and amen. Yes, yes. You know, definitely. you know, you know, and so so what what I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, don't be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by the okie doke. Don't be moved by fear. Don't be moved by what's going on around us. You know, just to just just being just being um yeah I know. Just being <laughs> yeah I know. Because yeah, I sometimes I, 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 I fade in the background. Oh, you, okay. you overpower me sometimes. Oh, what? My voice? Yes, yes. Oh, my wife, was... wife tried to pull me back, y'all. No, he was getting closer and closer to the mic. And I'm like, but, just back up a little bit. No, so, <laughs> so, so, no. <clears throat> the thing we got to realize is this. Um, we got to realize that the enemy's, the enemy's job is to discredit God's word. His, his job is to make it to make it to no effect. And we as believers... 
because I'm I'm learning I'm just learning that me and my wife learned that there's a difference between a believer and a Christian. A Christian is somebody who said they know Christ, but yet they're kind of they kind of have they kind of like lackadaisical or halfway do it as long as they can have fire insurance, as long as they they know they're going to heaven. A believer, somebody says, not only am I gonna believe in what believe in what Jesus, I mean, believe in receive Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, but I'm choosing to believe it even if it costs me my life. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that that God looks at to really expand the kingdom, because God is always into expansion. We just got to be in a position to be used to expand, you know, in largest tents. And that's by, because at the end of the day, it's all about souls, y'all. It's all about saving souls. And that's confessing the word of God to people, the gospel, the good news. Because it's the good news, y'all. It's the the yeah. God, the Bible is the good news. You, we can't make it doom and gloom. Because on the other side of that is, is, is we have victory. We have victory, period. And we just got to realize that, you know, that at, at, at the end of the day, all things are working out. Yeah, all things are all working things, out. All, the, all, all things working out for our good. It has to work out. Yeah. You know, you got and the... Yeah. And that's why I want to tie into... Um, this is not a gloom and doom um, um, episode. It's, this is... We just want to come here and spread joy and let you know that it's a great revival that's coming forth. And we're excited, actually. We're excited that even in the midst of all of this going on, like my hubby was saying, you know, it's things are fear-based on the news and social media and everything. You have inflation. We just, you know, pandemic. And it's always a COVID. Something's going on. It's a pox here. And it's all these different things. But we want to say and encourage you. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. For the past, I'm going to say for the past maybe five, maybe say, say six months, um, God has been placing on me Romans 8.28. And it's like every time I turn around, I will see 8.28. I will see these numbers, 828. And it reminds me of eight Romans 828. And it's one of my favorite, favorite scriptures. So that's why we're saying, um, I'm going to read the uh, NIV version. It says, um, and we know that all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So we're just saying today, all things are going to work out. It's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. It has to work out. It has to work. It, it to shall work, work it out. Shall it work is out. going to work out. And we're not going to um, be wrapped in lace and fear and doubt. We win. We are on the winning side. And the thing about it is that we want to be contagious. When people are having conversations, when I say contagious, when people are having these conversations, like, oh, my God, inflation, and oh, my God. But it says in the word of God, Go back to it. And we know all things God works for our good. So even in the midst of this, we had some things that recently happened with us. And um, we saw how the enemy tried to come in one way. And it didn't work. It didn't even last. It was like we kept on standing on Romans 8, 28, Philippians 1 and 6. Yeah. Um, that he's perfecting a thing. Am I saying it right? Uh, it's it's uh, it, that means um, that that let's, let's read the scripture. Let's read so we don't jack it up. It's, it says, 
it says, being confident of this very thing, yes. that he who has begun a good work will complete it to the day of Jesus Christ. Yes. So he began a good work. So whatever he began, he's going to He has to finish, finish it. it. It's a good work, though. Yeah. That guy yeah. has to finish. It's a good work that he has to finish. And, you know, we finish back. Well, with Romans 8 and 28, I'm just saying we just we just marinate in that. All things work together. We, we were going through some things. And like the enemy, even in the midst of, we thought, oh, man. Even in the midst of all that junk. God still brought it all together and it just all wrapped it up in a, a beautiful bow. And we were able to say and look back and say, you know what? We watched our words. Mm-hmm. We saw when there were distractions, some things happened. Yeah. We had, we had some, seen some things that we had been believing God for. Believing God for. And then all of a sudden something came in and just distracted us and we're looking elsewhere yeah. and totally missed what we were believing God for. Yeah. And that's how the enemy would be deceptive and deceitful about things. You've been believing God for this to move in your life, but then there'll be you look off. Now we talk and laugh about, you know, man, Adam and Eve had it good. How could you be so silly to you got all of this, but you concerned about this one yeah. tree over here? Yeah. With, you know, we have knowledge of good and evil. Right. You so concerned about this one tree over here and you got the whole garden. But don't we do that as believers? Don't we do that as, as humans? We can have all this going for us, but we get distracted by one little thing over here and puts us off course. But we thank God for his grace that gets us back in line. And right. thank God what the enemy meant for evil, God turned it for good each and every time. So that's why I was thinking about Romans 8 and 28 is that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Right, right. And you know, so tripped out is, you know, you, you know, we talk about God working out everything for mm-hmm. our good. And, and Philippians 1, 6 says mm-hmm. working out, working a good work. I think about the scripture and this guy's been showing me the scripture because mm-hmm. God often speaks to you in numbers. He speaks mm-hmm. to you. And so he took me to Romans 8, 37 and mm-hmm. uh, Romans chapter 8, verses 37 to 39. And it talked about how we are accounted as sheep to, for the slaughter. Mm. And then it says, yeah. verse 37 said, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through mm-hmm. him who loved us, mm-hmm. who loved, who loved us. Right. And it says, for I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, dangers, nor principalities, nor powers, nor uh, things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any, uh, any created thing shall able Ooh. to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. It is nothing that can separate us. No, how it doesn't matter how hard it is. It don't matter. And I know sometimes you feel like God is not listening and you feel yeah. like you're going through that situation by yourself. You, it's been hard. You're dealing with, a, you know, we're dealing with, they talk about it's a recession. They're talking mm-hmm. about, we're dealing with COVID. You know, we're dealing with the aftermath, after, COVID. The aftermath of COVID. We're dealing with monkey, monkey pox and, you know, dealing with all this stuff. Tomato pox. We, we, yeah. We're dealing with, we're dealing with uh, the election. Yeah. You know, think about this, all this, 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 this political climate. Racial and Racial racial oh, tension, tension and and everything and you hear you seeing all this stuff and you know the black lives matter movement and things of that nature and you see all this stuff that's happening that 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 will cause you to go crazy mm-hmm. but but when you know at the end of the day nothing, nothing should separate, should separate you from, from god who loves us who loves the, the the greatest revelation that we got to get by God working out, working out everything for our good, he does it because he loves us. Mm. It's all rooted in his love. And he's the very nature of love. 
He works everything out for our good. Why? Because he simply loves us. His love is the most powerful, powerful thing on this planet. It's the it's love. Love protects us. It keeps us. And love gives us a revelation of who he is and what he's about. And so, so when you have confidence, like I got, well, shadow, shadow of a doubt. I know my wife loves me. Mm-hmm. I know, oh, yeah. I know my wife loves me. I know mm-hmm. she loves me. Yes. I, I know she got my back, and she know I love her, yes. and she know, I, and she know, um, she, you know, I got her back, and she has mine. Mm-hmm. The same kind of love that you will give a human being. That's phileo. That's 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 based on you know, brotherly friendship, things of that nature. It's based on what you could, what you do, what you do for me, and I, I, I give it back to you as long as you're giving it to me. That's phileo. That's that's that kind of love. Then you got um. Storge, store. I think Storge is, you know, the kind of love that you that you give. You give because I, I it's, it's a condition attached to it. Phileo is based on brotherly love. The love that I get from you, I give it to you because it, I love you. But, but agape is an unconditional love. I'm loving you no matter what, and that's the kind of love God has for us. He loves us no matter what. Go ahead. You got no, go ahead. He love. He loves us no matter what. And he loves us through, even when we're shaking our fists and saying, God, you're not real. He said, I'm still going to love you no matter what. I'm still going to love you. And that, and that, and that, that, that love, it's, it's something that, that's, that, that can't, that can't separate. See, the love, I'm going to say this, the love that God has for us through his son, Jesus Christ, through our big brother, Jesus Christ, the only way you can separate yourself through that love is saying, Jesus, you're not real. And I don't, I don't receive your, your, what, what, your, what your finished works at the cross. I don't, I don't receive you or your finished works. When we reject that, we reject this love. Because mm. the very the very love of God is grace personified. His grace and love is through the Son. And it's through, and that's, that's, he's the way, the truth, and the life. In John 14, 6, he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Only way you can come to the Father's but by me. Yeah. So he's the, he's the very essence of who God is in love. God, God acted in love when he sent Jesus on the cross. Right. Because the Bible says he, for, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So if he so loved us, right, mm-hmm. that means he did it as an act of love to send his son to die. And, son, and Jesus is the very thing that connects us to the Father and is an act of love. And so that love that we have in Jesus Christ, it cannot be separated unless we separate ourselves from it. Mm. That's why I say all things work out for your good. As long as you are in him, he protects us. He takes care of us. He's there always. We just got to know that he's doing it and not look at the the ways of this world. This world, that's why, that's why Jesus said, if the world hate you, they hate, if if the world hate me, they hate you. Anything connected to that, anything that's connected to Jesus, the world will diminish and because it's based off. A, a demonic system. This, 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 this whole world system. Let's take you back to the book. The let's take you. Let's, let's go. I'm gonna go back to the temptation of Jesus. That's why. G, that's why. That's why the devil told told Jesus, "All this I will give to you. I will give to you. Just gotta bow down. Cause why? The world system was given to him. The world that stuff was given to him through Adam's deception when he gave when he gave it up to him and he gave gave it up. He gave up his authority to to the devil. Right. So so he said, "I'll give it to you. Just bow down." And then, then Jesus said, you should not, <clears throat> you know, you should not, I, I believe in that moment, either he said, you shall not tempt the Lord thy God, or he, I, I believe he said, you know, you worship God and him only. 
So we worship God only. He worships God only. So he wasn't going to bow down to him because he knew who we came from and that he came from the Father. So what I'm saying is this. As long as you keep your heart focused on God and keep him as the, as the totality of your life, then you have nothing to worry about. It may come and shake you up. I think my wife was talking about something earlier about fear. We were talking about fear yesterday when she's about to go up and, 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 uh, and sing uh, for the you know for uh, the gospel roots. And she said, I got this fear. And I told her, I said, it's okay to have fear. It's having the courage in the midst of the fear. Because fear is a real emotion, but you you can't you, you you don't don't let fear take over. But having courage in the midst of the fear is what helps you to move through fear and get you to where you need to be at. Because I'm, I'm I believe in my heart that when Jesus in that garden of Gethsemane, mm-hmm. he felt anguish, he felt pain, he probably felt some fear. His human part did not want to go through that pain. Of course not. But he knew how much he had a revelation of the love of his Father in his heart. And he said, I'm, I'm going to move forward in this thing and make sure it happens. And I know everything's going to work out for the for for the good, because what what the father's doing is bring is bringing a good situation in a dark situation. Um, I know I'm kind of talking too much on there, but I wanted to quick. I remember um, our pastor, he mentioned something about that light shines the brightest in darkness. Yes. And so this is the opportunity for us as the body of Christ to shine, um, shine in our marriages, shine in our businesses, yes. um, shine in our finances, shine in every aspect. Um, I believe strongly that, you know, uh, I was looking at some revivals you know, we opened up and we we're talking about, I was going to mention a song, but I'll come back to that. Um, um, what sparks revivals? Like, um, it's usually something very tragic that may happen before revivals happen, you know, that allows people to turn back and come back to God, to come back to their faith and to, to come back to their first love. Mm. And, um, I was looking at different revivals throughout the years and I'm, I'm not a historian or anything, but I just looked this up about sharing faith. It said, what sparked these five great American revivals? And I'm just pulling in because right, right now it seems really dark. I'm not even going to kid you. But what, <coughs> excuse me, what I do enjoy is hearing that the prophets, the real prophets are speaking about hey it's a revival about to come up this is a time where it's going to be a flooding an influx of people coming into the church houses we have to be ready not we have to be ready for them and we also have to be ready to minister and be ready for this time that's coming but these five revivals it may be some of you may be familiar with them um one is the 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 one i have here is um make sure i have them in order five it says american grace says first great awakening was in 1730 through 1740s um england and then the colonies most notable in massachusetts i'm not gonna go in all detail um the second great awakening that took place in 1820s through 19 to the 1850s i'm sorry and that was throughout america and england then there was the third great awakening 1875 through 1885 and that was in chicago Civil War ends in 1865, and they're talking about the Great Chicago Fires in 1871. Um, and then we have the Azusa Street, oh, yeah. 
yeah, revival, Charles, Charles which, Holmes. yes, 1906 through 1915. That was in Los Angeles in the church at 312 Azusa Street. Mm-hmm. And they even talk about the mm-hmm. kids playing with the the, the, uh, the clouds, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> they were playing with the um, Holy Ghost clouds under the pews. There's mm-hmm. just so many great stories hearing it from the kids. There's also, after that, you have, of course, people are very familiar with um, Billy Graham, um, the 20th century revival in 1910 through the 1970s. So guess what? It's time for a revival. It is. (laughs) It's overdue. It is time for a revival because when it gets the darkest, this is the time. And it's right now where it's to the point now where bad is looked to be good and good is looked to be bad. The church, we're going to have to stand on the word of God. We're going to have to stand for holiness. We cannot. It's not saying that we're walking around like the Pharisees with our noses stuck up and we're well, we're better than. No, no that's not the case. Because, hey, hey, it's only by grace. It's only by grace that we're, we're still standing here and doing what we're doing. So, and, and my point is. It's for us to have open arms, to love on everybody, to love on homosexuals, to love on transgenders, to love on people that are fornicating, liars, cheaters. We all are saved by grace. We are all sinners saved by grace. What I'm saying is that we're no better than nobody else. The thing about it is that I just want to spread the good news, the gospel. Let us be, when was the last time we even shared, spread the gospel of the good news? What happened to that? Telling people about Christ. Mm-hmm. Telling yeah. people about Christ. Yeah. And that's what we want. We hope to God that it just, in, if our listening artists, if you're listening, that this ignites you to say, you know what? I need to, have I talked to my neighbor lately? Have I talked to the person across the street about God's goodness? Whatever it is, let our light shine in this season. That's you good. Have That's good. Oh, no, you flowing. <laughs> I'm just like, it's, just, it's time for a revival. I'm like, yeah. I'm excited. It's like an excitement. We just had word that we received tonight um, for all the Dream Teamers. It was a team meeting. It was at our church, and it just ignited me. It wasn't like I was scared. When you have a prophet coming up, and they're telling you, and they're telling you things that are, like, coming forth, and it's like, this is a defining time for us. And, he, and, and one key thing was, like, keep on praying. Don't believe all the hype with everything's going on where they're saying you keep on praying and you stay connected. You stay connected to the, to God about what the next steps are. And it's no surprise to God. None of this stuff was a surprise to God. All the stuff going on, this was not a surprise to God. So we shouldn't act all surprised. We shouldn't be like, oh my goodness. We should be the ones standing up because people are going to be running towards us because we're going to have peace. That in that peace and that joy that's overflowing, they're gonna be like, Oh, I want what you got. You got a calmness. Yeah, I do, because I'm trusting in God. I'm trusting that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. All things, no matter what hell could be breaking loose, all kind of stuff is going on. I mean, gas prices can get up to $20 a gallon, but you know what? For me and my house, we're gonna still serve the Lord. For me and my house, we're still gonna eat. And we're gonna be, we're gonna be able to be be able to pour from our overflow and be a blessing. Why? Because of the grace of God. By the grace of God, because what all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. That's good. What my wife said was what, she, what all, she, all she said, all everything she said was 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 100. The way you keep those things saying that mm-hmm. you keep that that to that that keep that that you keep those, those things that my wife said, the way you keep those uh, in line and keep going you have to abide in the vine oh yeah 
abide in the vine. John chapter 15, verse 5. It says, mm-hmm. I'm, the, I'm the vine and you are the branches. Mm-hmm. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. Yeah. For what? Watch this. This is God. This is Jesus mm-hmm. talking. For without me, you can't do nothing. Nothing. Man. No thing. No thing. The, the thing that we got to stop thinking is that we're self-sufficient. Yeah. God gave us, God made us interdependent on him. Mm-hmm. He gave us free will. He made us interdependent. And what is being interdependent, that means we have self we have we have self-sufficiency, but it's in him. In him. Amen. His grace makes us efficient or sufficient in him. That's why he says, My grace is sufficient. It may it's made perfect in your mm-hmm. weak in, in, in your weakness, in our weakness. Our weakness. It's made, he's made perfect. So the revival comes when we when we willingly when willingly participate. We have to participate with yeah. the process. Yeah. We have to prosper. We have to we have to remove sin from our lives. We have yeah. to stay stay hooked up to God. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to convict us. We got to get keep our families together. Yeah, you know we got to do what the Bible says. We got to follow it out. And his, and, and and the easy part is there. And, and it's a fight, you know. But the easy come they, the, easy, the easy part come in just saying yes to it. But you but the the fight comes in. Keep in this body in line and saying I'm gonna do what the Bible says and I'm just learning I'm just learning you know I know you got you on fire I'm just learning that when you when you when you know that you win and you know that and I and I'm gonna tell you I'm, I'm gonna be very I'm gonna be very honest I hate getting I hate getting distracted I don't like getting distracted by minor things you know and I know you got you got you dealing with the, the affairs of this life and God told me in, in uh, that scripture um you know, a, a, a good soldier. He told me that Second uh, Timothy three. He says, "Endure hardness as a good soldier." And he said, "A soldier doesn't get entangled in the, in the affairs of his life or the civilian affairs. I mean, he don't get caught up in minor issues, you know. And 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 stay. He only focus on the one who enlisted him. Focus on the overall mm-hmm. plan that's and good. assignment that God has for you. Yeah. And that's when the good comes in because you're focused on Jesus. That's it. That's you. Yeah. Your assignment is your family. Your mm-hmm. assignment is your marriage. People mm-hmm. think you got to be taken over church. No. What about your house? Your house. Start with your house. What about you? You a single person? Get your get yourself in order with the, with Lord. Yeah. That's your house. You you and the Lord. That's your house. Get your your physical house. Get your finances in order. Get your your, your heart in order with God. And God will make sure everything will be added unto you. Because you see, first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. Go ahead. Babe. Well, to say and that sounds really that's 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 on it right there, babe. Find out what hate what what God dislikes. I should dislike. What God loves, I love. I mean, and that aligns everything. That means, oh, then if he don't like it, if he don't love it, then I don't love it. If he don't, if he hate it, I hate it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are the things. Yeah. Make you a list. Now, I know that these things right here. He does. He's he frowns upon this. So why would I want to have it anywhere in my life? If he doesn't yeah. want me gossiping, if he don't want me sleeping around, if he don't want me lying and cheating and stealing and you know conning and all these different things, then I shouldn't want to have nothing to do with it. But then if he says, I want you to win souls to Christ, mm. I want you to go forth and minister to this person, I want you to love on this person, I don't want you you I want you to forgive. Hey, that's the biggest one right there. I don't want you to walk in offense with somebody. What? Huh? No, I just want to hold this right now. I got no, to hold this. He said forgive. He says forgive. He said forgive. He said 70, what, 70 times 7? Yeah. Forgive 490 times? Come on. Forgive. He said forgive. And that's no. one of the biggest hiccups in the, that's one of the biggest hiccups is that offense. 
and that's one of the biggest one that's the biggest one to take off i've been i've been guilty of that walking in office with somebody and it's like when you walk in unforgiveness with somebody what is drinking poison and thinking they're gonna drop dead yeah Yeah. and they ain't doing they that's not gonna happen (laughs) i'm sorry Mm -hmm. it's killing you on the inside it's killing you, it's deteriorating you. You're not going to reach your purpose and the God's, what he's fulfilled, wants you to fulfill in life because you you got this, this, this hiccup right here. And it's all it is, is going back, like you said, finding out what it is about get, removing that sin out of your life. You got to participate. You have got to participate in this great revival. Yep. And God is still good in the midst oh of all goodness. the stuff Ooh, that yes. you may be dealing with. All the stuff, all, so all the pain you didn't deal with. This last two years, God is still good. He's, oh, he don't, he so don't, he, he don't lose, <laughs> he don't lose who he is. Never. We just got to keep up God with him. Love. Love is God. God is love. His nature is to love you no yes. matter what. He's he's there to love us through all our, our shame and pain. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. And just remember that all things work out for the good. So, uh, so okay, I got a news report for you. Forget about looking at the media. Mm-hmm. All things are working out. Yeah. All things are working out. All things out. are working out for our good. All things are working out because why Jesus is on we are we are on the side of Jesus on the winning side. Yes, we are. Because uh, I don't know if you put read the book of Revelation. We win. We win. He he won it at the cross. He finished it for us. So we just gotta hold on that, on that, on those truths. And yes, you gotta hold on to those truths, even in the midst of the pain. Yes. And we gotta know that he's working out everything for our good in every area. Amen. Well, definitely, that's some good, good stuff right there. We wish we had enough. You have like 10 seconds, baby, to do a quick prayer for our, our listening audience before we wrap up. <clears throat> yes, Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up uh, that you that you that you're working everything out for our good. I thank you, Father, they will stay focused on your promises yes, and your plan for them, Father. Thank and I thank you, you Father, they will realize that you're good, you love them, and you will take care of yes. them, Father. And all that you have for them, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We thank you so much for tuning into this special one that we wanted to do today about everything is working out for our good, huh? Yes. But thanks for tuning in to Better Together with Dennis and Lonnie C. Be blessed.